You are listening to the Fluorescence Podcast. This podcast is here to challenge you to think differently about how you currently live your life. And I hope some of these conversations encourage and inspire you to step into your true aligned purpose. We'll chat about all things business, lifestyle, and a bit of sustainability. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. Hi everyone, I just wanted to quickly jump in and say I apologize for the interesting audio quality that has that is in this episode. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I don't want to lose this gem of an ep and all the content that comes with it. So I hope that you guys can bear with it and please do enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fluorescence Podcast. I have another guest here with me today. Her name is Hannah McDonald, and she is a guiding light for many in her life. She is currently studying law and marketing, but is making the bold decision to not work as a lawyer and pursue her passions. She's recently launched her social media management and marketing business, Ripple Creations, and she also has a podcast on the way too. Welcome, Han. Hello. How are you? How are you today? Good. Just grinding, hustling. That's good. That's what we love to hear. Okay, this first question is one I ask all my guests, and it is, what is one way that you have won in the past week? It can be anything, big or small, personal, professional. We just want to celebrate you. Oh, this is a goodie. I would say this is a big one for me, yeah. um, being on here, using my mic for the first time. Um, when I'm actually wanting to put a podcast out. I think also I've battled this week with um, rewiring my belief systems and values within my brain, mm-hmm. um, focusing more on positive um, affirmations and situations and thought processes. And when I go back into that kind of old toxic, like it feels like a home in the toxic negative state of mind, yeah. you actively try to come out of it into a more positive sense. And I've been doing that all week and it That's good. would be paying off and be a win for me to see it pay off this week, I think. And then obviously being on here. Awesome. Those, sounds like, those sound like amazing wins. Um, before we jump into the actual topics, I'll just give a little bit of background as to how we met. Uh, so mm-hmm. we both did High Performing Women's, which is Bryony's course back in June, July. So a few months ago now. I just want to ask you, have you, do you like use any of the practices that you learned in the course still in like your everyday life? Or is that something that you bring up often when you know you need like a little bit of a rejig back to like the high vibe positive space? Yeah, I definitely use them a lot. There's some I use more than others, but mm-hmm. I'm actually as we speak one of my jobs today was to go through them again and break them down into wee bits I can do per day because I feel like I've changed so much since when we did it yeah. and now I want to go back through and re-tap into it I've been using the visualizing exercises a lot going into this next year and regaining some goals and where I want to go since it's changed so much yeah and just the little little techniques we got taught um and perspective on situations the journaling the rituals um I saw that you've got yours there as well like yes up yeah that's my, my one thing that I'm doing at the moment like I I've, I had intentions to do like go through each week as if I was doing the course again and that hasn't happened yet but we'll get there <laughs> I had a call with Bryony and she was like because 
I guess when you get out of that community and it is a space and there's accountability and the vibe and everything, and then you go back to like life, you feel like you haven't changed or you're kind of going back to your same ways. But then Bryony's like, no, Felicia, like you're just used to like who you are now. And that is why it's, yeah, it doesn't feel like there's like huge progress. It's just because it's these little things. But I do have an intention to go back and re-look at all the work and yeah, get all those gems again. I totally get that. I think also the community, when the community, you get so used to tapping in each week mm. with that community. And although it's still there through Slack, when you come out of it, it's a lot harder to kind of adjust and realize the wins you have been doing when you don't have that community every week to like yeah. tap in and talk to. Yeah, no, I realized that I I only really went on Slack when we hit the <laughs> the course yeah. on. And I went like, I missed two months of messages that I had to catch up on. I was like, holy crap. Um, but it was so good and like, I read through all of them and yeah everyone's doing so many amazing things which is so cool uh this this will be a nice transition into the first question so I'd just like you to tell us a little bit about yourself and what stage of life you're in at the moment I I love that question about what stage because I've been thinking a lot about what chapter in life I'm at and where yeah. I'm at um I would say I had coming out of a big transform transformation that's the one I'm coming out of that type of stage in life I have adjusted a lot when we met through HPW Mm -hmm. I was coming into it after I would say about a year of quite a depressive state Um, I had for about 10 years of my life thought I wanted to be a lawyer that's all I wanted to do Mm. gone through uni I was fourth year law student had had some serious hiccups with health so I battle endometriosis Mm. and work on raising awareness around that but that had taken a big um, time out of life and in my university big hit in my studies and I was very lost in coming to the conclusion that that 10 years I'd wanted to do my goal I no longer wanted to do so this year although the crazy year 2020 has been in isolation and lockdown how hard it was is probably the most transformative year I have had and really changing where I want to go and what I want to do so I am in the process of setting up the life I want and leading into that so we have just recently launched my social media management marketing company Ripple Creations that's my main focus at the moment alongside launching my podcast Love Our Lemons and I will my goal for that is to turn that into a social enterprise and give back. And that has been sitting in the back burner for four years. So we're wow. getting into there. So a very strange time in life, but very exciting chapter at the moment. Yeah. And going into some very big ones coming ahead. I feel like 2021 is going to be quite an exciting year for you, given all the kind of groundwork you've done this year to kind of transform. And I feel like HPW would have been quite an integral part of that like really having to look within and being like what do I want in like 10 years that is a huge belief and to be able to like release that like I remember when you said that you were going to go and like tell like your family your family. and I was so nervous for you I was like oh my gosh that is such a big deal but you did it and yeah, yeah. to show the growth it's crazy also the it was amazing to have HPW at the time to help me go through it but post that it's been a really challenging and interesting time to like you said telling family telling people Mm. for so long that was my identity and also kind of realizing that the goals I'd set and the life I wanted 
how some people in life, they support your goals, but they're actually, they're supporting it more so for them. So all of a sudden when I go, I don't want to do that anymore, mm-hmm. thinking I'd get some support because I'm at the stage I was, it was affecting my mental health, my physical health. I was deeply unhappy. So I'm going into this realm of life that I'm building, creating, that's going to make me happy to find some people really struggled with the adjustment of who you are, where you are, or no longer going where they wanted you to go. Mm. It's been a really interesting stage of life to work through and understand. Yeah, isn't it interesting how like sometimes it seems like the people around you like kind of mourn or, or can't deal with it like as well as you can. And I think that just goes to show the power of like people's perspectives on you and what kind of like box they've put you in and I feel like it really highlights as well what box that or how how they see you basically to because for you to one be able to kind of make that decision that you don't want to be a lawyer which is what you've dedicated the last four to five years um, in terms of study is is like a pretty big move and so I can see why like the closest people around you it would take them a little bit to adjust but yeah in that in that time uh, you really just need to like follow your gut and I know that's so much like easier said than done but pays off in the long run definitely and uh, you'll get this I saw a really good quote the other day and it said if you want to know who your most supportive true friends around you are start a business yes um, or side hustle and that has been a massive one and I've never seen that put into words to explain it but like you would get that as well seeing the support and the people who stand by you yes a hundred percent and like even like things like likes and comments like they go like such a long way and I'm so Yeah. yeah so conscious of doing that for my friends and other people because I obviously know how much it means and yeah like you don't necessarily have to buy something or like yeah give me money Mm -hmm. but if you can just like do something free for me like sharing and commenting like it honestly means so much and that is so true like you will see like who is willing to share about your your podcast or your business or your project or whatever that kind of shows like who actually is rooting for you as well mm-hmm. and who's in the background yeah kind of cheering you on so, yeah that's such a good one Definitely. cool all right uh the next point i kind of want to talk about is we've both bonded over our mental health journey so it's probably a couple of months now when i think we had like a two hour like um yeah. <laughs> video chat which was amazing could you you don't have to go you can go into as much detail as you want but could you just give us a bit of a background on how your journey has been in the mental health wellness space. Definitely. This is very interesting. I've been processing this like in the past month, really looking back at my journey with mental health and being very honest about where I was at certain stages in my life. Mm. Um, this year has been the first year that I've got professional help and kind of sat down with someone and actually been given some labels, dare I say it, but that's mm-hmm. helped a lot to figure out the emotions and feelings that have gone on. So I suffer from PTSD and anxiety and I have had, I would say the anxiety has stemmed throughout my whole life. I just didn't know what the feeling what was, it was, yeah. it was normal, didn't have a name. I, um, my first, halfway through my first year in high school, there's a lot of events going around, bullying and home wasn't always the best place and I fell deeply into anxiety and turned to self-harm. So I self-harmed for about five years and then we stopped, had a break, um, 
in my final year of school and mm. then went into university and relapsed back at the end of that year. And that was the first time that, that I had my first anxiety attack. So I was talking about this the other day. It's really interesting. My first anxiety attack was sitting in a lecture theatre with 800 students and no wow. one knew I was going through it. And that I was sitting there going, this it feels like the world's ending and no one, I look fine yeah. from the outside. Yeah. And we have, we're hitting about four years clean from self-harm. Um, but I went into two years ago, or about a year and a half ago, I fell into a pretty deep depressive state, um, unknowingly. I had some big issues with my health, in, as I said earlier, with endometriosis, and mm-hmm. I essentially lost a year of university, failed a full year, wow. um, had three operations in a year. My whole future, my goal to be a mum, everything kind of got thrown out a window. Nothing was set in stone. Yeah. And I didn't take a moment to stop and readjust my life for that and consequently play, like, paid the price a year later. So I would say I came out of that as I went into HPW and isolation. It was a, I started getting help with counsellor, invested in my personal health, started to look around, changed my life to assist in a world where, in a life that helps my mental health and mm-hmm. my physical health. There's a saying that Jim Carrey says, and he says, depression is your body showing you that you've been wearing the wrong mask for too long and Mm. I agree with that completely I'd been living the life that other people wanted me to live and that did not serve me at all um so we have come out of that I've been working through it getting through help um and now we're on the other end of things which is quite interesting I'm loving life and everything but I battle with anxiety yeah almost daily um anxiety attacks um some days I can't get out of bed some days I can't go into the supermarket but it's actioning it and investing in yourself surrounding yourself and talking about it with people who understand or are there for you I have had some really honest conversations with friends and flatmates my flat have lived together for the past four years and a great example of the way my mind works as I'd convinced myself at some stage throughout the year that no one liked me, everyone hates me, I was a burden. And for the first time in my life, I actually sat down and voiced it to them yeah. and to have this really open, vulnerable conversations with everyone around you about mental health has helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And family as well, figuring out if you can and being honest about why you have it, which is a lot easier said than done because one of my battles with my anxiety is some days there's no reason at all yeah and one reason humans we want to find a solution to the problem and when you don't have a problem it's really difficult yeah um so just working through it but trying to raise awareness and be as honest about it in real life as I can instead of Mm -hmm. hiding it behind closed doors which I usually would have done yeah um it's been a big journey but it's one that we work with every day yeah Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I just want to say thank you, firstly, for sharing that. Like, it it sounds like only recently you've started opening up to people that you love. So, to be able to share that on a public platform, I just want to say thank you. And as we know, like, when we be vulnerable, it breeds vulnerability. So, I'm hoping that by you just sharing that story, there's other people that are listening that will be able to take 
some courage from your words and ah oh, I'm so proud of you um <laughs> thank you. yeah thank, thank you so much for sharing that and I know it's not always easy especially when you still are living through that right now and yeah you shared some really important points in there around just I, I feel like when you say it out loud as well it helps so much like just speaking to people um and for myself personally yeah your mind's so powerful it can tell you some crazy so stories <laughs> and then as soon as you say it out loud you're like well shit like that doesn't that sounds a bit weird <laughs> like that totally can't be a thing and yeah so yeah I I feel like yeah speaking to people is so important and also yeah so scary so even if it is just starting with a, count, a counsellor I feel like especially for our parents uh, the generation before us mental health I feel like now it's getting better but probably only like five years ago they're like what is that and how can they say us yeah Yes, that's exactly, I think, also looking back at my mental health journey and when you finally sit down with someone, which is alone, like, I remember when I walked in to ask for a counsellor for anyone going through mental health, that mm-hmm. is a massive step alone and it took me two years, I knew I needed to do it, but it took me to a breaking point to actually go do it, Yeah. so huge support to those who do, but when you get sit down and talk, when you start to associate the feelings you've had, you realize that it's been around for a lot longer. But like you say, the awareness and education around mental health and the stigmas, they were just so brushed under the rug and ignored or played down. Or the other extreme, it was the ambulance at the edge of the like cliff. And if you were kind of not even thinking about jumping off, but you had these emotions, you got brushed away because you weren't bad enough or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to look back and realize that what you had was there there was just lack of education and Mm. health and awareness around it yeah and I feel like when you start to talk to people as well sometimes you can want for me personally you find that thoughts certain thoughts are like narratives or stories that have kind of been in your subconscious mind your whole your whole life and it is going to take a long time to kind of move past that belief whether it's a limiting one or what and just try and because you're really breaking like these I- ideas that you have yourself here and grown up with and is kind of a part of you in a way um it's your I, identity yeah yeah I like what you mentioned earlier about like like you're very honest that you're still living it and you have good days and bad days and I feel like that is something that is so important. It's that's something I'm still trying to learn as well. Like I started seeing a counselor, I think maybe second year of uni. And like, even yeah. back then, like what, what's anxiety? Like what's depression? Like that wasn't really a thing. And I was like, why am I going to talk to this person? Like I, I know there's something wrong, but don't quite know w- what it is. And then I never got professionally diagnosed and so then I kind of put myself in the box of like my mental health isn't like issues aren't important enough. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear you with that one. And I think it's also a classic Kiwi New Zealander thing to do, but oh, I don't have it that bad. So I don't deserve to be here. Or someone's got a lot worse. And mm. I've been trying to communicate that and rewire it myself, but for everyone else and the whole, I think it is, 
kind of from society because it's very often that someone goes oh you've got a house though or you don't have it that bad someone's got it worse but I always like to rewire it go if I said I was really happy right now mm. you wouldn't tell me I can't be happy because someone else is happier yeah um That's so, good. so it's that rewiring of all the classic saying if someone drowns in the ocean someone drowns in shallow water they still both drown from yeah. drowning and trying to rewire that brain that your mental health it doesn't matter if you get a little bit shaky or if you have full-on anxiety attacks you still mm. are allowed to go seek help 100 and yeah. talk about it um yeah it's an interesting rewire to go through but it's yeah so I guess yeah since it's still like such there's like it's such a range like everyone is going to be different and I feel like mental health is almost like a new science that they're still like so learning true. and researching about and they definitely don't have enough information on it because the mental health yeah, system is still lacking in a lot of areas but I mean I guess we can be grateful that it is a lot better than it was like five to ten years ago which is probably like non-existent so yes yeah. and uh, we're very lucky to live in the generation that we are and the times that we are as mm-hmm. detrimental as social media can be I also think it's helped a lot in raising awareness and education and talking about it having people to discuss about it me taking action without my mental health journey and steps I took and realizing what was kind of healthy and what was not a lot of it did come from other people speaking about their journey Mm. and we have some amazing people who talk about mental health in New Zealand alone let alone the world and I think we're really lucky to live in the times that we do and to be able to help and add to that a hundred percent no that's amazing um we'll shift gears a little bit I want to ask you what are your plans for next year so I know just before we started the episode you were kind of giving me a debrief on what is possibly in the works for you so it would be great if you shared a little bit about that because it's so exciting definitely um I think this is awesome and it connects always with I know what's the next question after Mm. so I as talk about have for 10 years had seven stone so the plan used to be I would graduate my degree do a two-year graduate through um, the legal network under the government then Mm -hmm. I would graduate properly get um, admitted to the bar go travel do the classic two years in London come home and set up wife yeah and that's been thrown out the window as far as I could I now have plans to get my company up and running full-time um to have two podcasts by the end of next year up and running and yes (laughs) and to be leading into learning how to be a coach the end goal is to be a coach but alongside all of this is if the world can settle down a wee bit we uh wanted overseas which is very exciting which when I first met you we were it was a wee goal in the back of my mind and now it's the only thing that hasn't played ball is actually the world set me down a wee bit and yeah. being able to actually hop on a plane. That is so, so exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. And it sounds like there's so many things going on for you next year and I can't wait to see how it pans out. Could you um, explain the two podcasts? Or is it Love Out of Lemons is one and then the... So there's Good Love Out of Lemons and we have Old Mates, which Old is mates. currently... Yeah debating going through a name change so we will let you know if it does go through it just needs to be approved okay so love our love our lemons um has been my baby in the works for about two three years 
Yeah. And the essence of it, of it is I want to raise awareness about all the lemon slice throws at everyone. So this can be anything from mental health, climate change, to, uh, as I said, I'm a sufferer from endometriosis. Mm-hmm. I've also had um, My dad has had three cancers. I'm very lucky to have him here, but he's also oh. got Parkinson's. There's just so many, like, could be tiny lemons to massive ones that people experience in their life that we either know a lot about or we know nothing about. Yeah. And I want to raise awareness about them, but I also want to educate people on how you can turn love into this and bring it in and turn something positive out of it. We have um, close to 2,700 charities in New Zealand. I don't want to add to the charities. I want to give them a platform so you can connect with them and see the people who are doing really cool stuff to help with these lemons. Um, and kind of be a collaboration station throughout all multiple like multiple media, so Instagram, Facebook, and just potentially be at one point if you want to learn something or help make a difference about anything, someone say to you, go check out Love Our Lemons, and you can go on cool. and connect with who you want to connect with and learn and educate. And then on the other flip side is Old Mates. It's a lot less PC and it's talking a lot about breaking out of the blueprint people of all generations and all ages but mm. focusing on owls who are kind of going against the status quo whether it be from not working the nine to five to starting their own businesses all the way to anything small or big and just having those conversations that you find yourself having with old mates mm. that you go oh i wish the world could hear this yeah someone might really need to hear this talking a lot about mental health um and those are the two babies that will be coming into the world oh my gosh i love both of the names and what they're about that that's so cool oh my gosh so what will old mates might you not be able to get their name or um so we've got the name old mates but we are looking at changing it to if the blueprint um, okay but we just have to check that that will work yeah and get that domain but if we can it will be changing to that it just vibes a little bit better cool a little hint to what people will be listening to yeah i love both of those and i yeah love out out of lemons to be able to help people understand and figure out how they can make like something good because life throws you so many lemons like speaking from experience yeah um so that oh you're a genius girlfriend (laughs) thank you love that i'm so excited to see are you will you be a one-woman band for some time or yes so the goal is to have guests pretty much every second week for lemons um we've got a lot of guests lined up and then old mates will be with everyone but that's like as small as small they're gonna have a shape as small as my flatmates and friends so people you know worldwide yeah um but lemons there will be some just me talking about my experiences as well yeah which will be an interesting lesson to learn yeah no that will be so cool and I feel like you will learn lots from it as well just from me being on the podcast and like just learning how to do things like editing and then getting real real into digital marketing because you're trying to build a brand it's so much Mm -hmm. fun and yeah such an amazing journey and you sound so confident like in what you want to do which is amazing but I know you weren't always this confident and so which transitions nicely into the next question what advice would you give to a student or just someone who has dedicated like a certain amount of time energy or money to a particular occupation and they've kind of got a niggle in their tummy or in their heart that they want to do something else and this isn't for them 
and as you've done this yourself, how would, what advice would you give for someone to kind of break out of that and kind of pursue that journey of doing something else? I think it's probably the toughest journey I've had to go through and it's been about five years in the making and it links back to kind of what we learned in HPW, which was all about like identifying yourself. And as soon as you identify yourself with something, it's your ego talking more so than yourself. And I mm. believe in that so much and to try to break out as many boxes as you can, because it then makes going through this journey later on a lot easier for now when I was talking about this linking to the past question about in the future, I have goals but I'm not setting any pressure or attachment onto them because mm. I could wake up tomorrow and say I want to go be a teacher and yeah. the less attachment I and identity I have to that the easier it is to do that and follow whatever my sole purpose is. I think a massive thing is to figure out what you love doing and what your sole purpose is. For me mm. that is helping people in any which way making a difference and mm. for so long I ignored that or thought it was just something I could pull on the side um and it took years for me to realize that I could actually make it the life I want to live it is really hard when you are going through high school and in university there is still deeply a blueprint of what you need to do go through mm. high school come out be a tradie if you're not really that good at school, don't want to yeah. go to school, go to university if you do. Even I've been discussing with people, the selected papers you get taught in high school. So in high school, I never knew you could do um, like social work or anything like that. It was law, med, um, commerce and science. And that was kind of the main few that yeah. got taught about. Um, so to go through that and I did law for so long. And then the first time I met Bryony yeah. was I went into a workshop. And I came out of it and said to my boyfriend at the time, I really want to be a coach, but I'll wait till I graduate, maybe when I'm 30, once I get Laura out of the way. That was my perspective because I couldn't yeah. possibly break out from this. Yeah. I didn't myself. Yeah, like in another yeah. land. <laughs> and I carried on two years doing a degree I did not want to do. And also some advice to people, if you hate doing something, no matter how hard you work, you'll most likely not be able to work that hard because you're not going to want to do it. Yeah. But you're not going to get the reward you are seeking if you just aren't passionate about it. And mm. for me, laws are really, a, a few lawyers will get this. It's, it's so dry if you don't like it and if you don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I was getting to exams and it was breakdowns in the library and it took pretty much walking to the counsellor's office for me to realise this isn't the life I want to live and I'm going to change it now, yeah. which in itself is a huge decision to make. Yeah. And just not attaching yourself to any identity, not feeling the pressures through the blueprint, I think is massive. You could go to university and do, do me, do four years and then decide it's not where you want to be. Mm. Not having the attachment to the money or the identity that you've set yourself helped a lot. Communicating, talking. I talked to multiple people who have known me in my whole life and said, I'm not going to do law. And they're like, Yeah, we didn't think you were. I was like, No one told me this. <laughs> I've like, yeah, been in there for a while. And I was like, Oh, well, I was staying in there for you. So do it for yourself. That helps a yeah. lot as well. And don't leave it till like your mental health and your physical health will take a price if you don't follow through what you want to do. But alongside it, consume as much content as you can. On, and dabble in everything. Yeah. Um, Gary B talks a lot about it from the ages all the way up to 30. Try as much as you can. 
and go yeah, meet as many people, it. network. Yeah, tap into so much stuff. Um, I've been very lucky to grow up with parents who networked themselves and been in a lot of environments, met a lot of people and just mm-hmm. gone and done some amazing workshops and experiences that help a lot. Um, I think we do get kind of funneled into certain things. So to tap out, if you want to be a DJ, go try be a DJ. If you yeah. want to go like into a professional sport or paint, um, anything you want to do and if you believe you can't it's not true I for so long thought I wasn't creative and now I'm dabbling graphic design and doing marketing and yes. on Canva and stuff. Feels on that um, uh, I thought I wasn't creative or I told myself I wasn't creative for so long because I couldn't like do the painting and stuff in art class I'm just exactly. like I'm not creative yeah feels there's on so that. many different areas that you can tap into and you just really need to some people hate say this, ignore the blueprint and go against the flow and try mm. everything you can. Also focus on your mindset, your purpose, who you are, what you want to be, your belief systems. The sooner you figure out those, it's a lot easier to figure out what you want to do in life. Yeah, yeah. One of the first, I think it was the first week in HPW, Bryony got us to just like look at that yeah. sheet with all the values on it and pick some that resonate with you and kind of go from there. And, and that really helped me to kind of hash out like, what am I doing? Why am I here? And I feel like once you get to that point and you build an identity that you're happy with, like in your soul, then I just feel like every, it's not that you don't work hard anymore, but I feel like everything is just a lot more seamless. Like it's not so much like energy. Like you were talking about like breakdowns in the library before exams. Cause it's literally, you have to use every ounce of your energy, energy. and motivation to be able to just follow through and go with it. Yeah. Definitely. And I like I was talking to my dad this week, we're talking about stress and people like eliminate stress. And I was like, I don't think you can ever eliminate stress, but there is points so like for me, stress was floor in university. It killed me. It was so hard and tough and I hated it and took mm. such a hit. But then we moved to when I'm doing work for Ripple, creating content or whatever deadline for that. I am stressed but I enjoy why I'm doing it. I'm stressed because I care about it and I mm. want it to make an impact and I love doing it. And it's figuring out what in life is worth it and what's not, what's your opportunity cost, what bounces it out. If you're passionate about it, like you say, it's not like you don't work hard, but it's a lot easier to work and it takes mm. a lot, it doesn't drain you as much. Um, you still get burnt out, but you do it because you have a purpose and it aligns with your soul a lot easier. I think another thing is time. You have so much time and it's, it's like I struggle a lot with I was scared in uni. Yeah. Like last year when I was twenty one I was like, Oh my god, all my friends are graduating this next year. I'm stuck here with uni for another three years. I'm so gonna be so old. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm gonna be twenty five. I constantly we feel like I'm running out of time. Of time. And we have so much time. We're so young. Um and to figure, like realize you have so much time you could do nothing for the next 10 years and still build the most amazing life for you when you hit 30 like yeah it's time don't stress about it but be aware that it's there I think it's another big thing when you're choosing where you want to go and what you want to do and if you start mm, I feel like in the next five to ten years we will see a huge shift in the mindset and expectations of kids coming out of school because I feel like there's people like us and there's just internet that are bringing other ideas into their mind frame, which I think is amazing because I personally don't agree with the traditional 
educational system <laughs> and how they do I don't, teach things. Yeah. I was looking back over my grades throughout high school and yeah. I'm severely dyslexic, so this is a plan it, but I had a lot of teachers who shunned me. I think in my math and accounting class, I got two and four credits in my last year. Like I am not an academic person, yeah. but that's just through that system where they've got the step, whatever it is. And if you are, that's amazing and it's awesome for you. But also if you're not achieving it, it doesn't mean you can't achieve it anything. Mm. And the system just does not set up for those whose minds work differently or passionate about different things. But like yeah. you say, there's the shift that is happening yeah outside the educational system that will consequently have to change in the educational system too yeah and like even I think like I did uh because I went to Massey they sent me a survey or something and the questions that were in it were very interesting because I feel like they were kind of cottoning on to what's happening in the education space like we're we're learning from Bryony you know a coach we're learning from online Mm -hmm. courses and blah 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 and I feel like, yeah, what, there's going to be a day when we're probably not going to let, need, like, tertiary institutes, at least for, like, obviously doctors and blah, blah, blah. But for things like, because I did a Bachelor of Business, major in economics, and now I work in marketing, right? And, yeah. like, I didn't, I don't really use anything I learned. So, yeah, it just makes me, and I was someone that did thrive in the educational system, thank goodness, but, like, I still walk out and I'm like, what did I like the experience yes I grew as a person but in terms of knowledge like I don't really know what I gain yeah exactly and I feel like there's a lot of areas in life that we should be taught like taxes savings even just like simple life skills yeah cooking and they're all gone they're not in there yeah they should be yeah no I feel like those are all definitely making a comeback in different forms online and workshops and things like that I just want to quickly talk about your piece of advice around trying different things mm-hmm. I know a lot like a lot easier said than done like this is something I'm definitely. struggling with. like I'm comfortable in my job now you know like I want to stay here but I, I don't want to do marketing forever so I really do at some stage need to move on what kind of tips would you give to the people listening that would help them kind of get out there and try different things. Cause it doesn't need, you don't need to do like a job every year, but it might be just like immersing yourself in yeah, different spaces. I think one area in which I give advice here, which a lot of people disagree with, I've seen a big um, kind of flow. This is specifically around social media and podcasts, um, mm-hmm. more so than books and other areas is I take, consume as much content as you can in a reasonable way of different things and the Mm. way I talk about this is now we're in the realm where we've obviously got TikTok, Instagram. If you were to go onto my feed I have people from all different walks of life, um, coaches, financial people, all the way to graphic design, DJs, like all different things that are there and consuming that content, podcast, listening to a podcast, um, obviously the aspect of it is you want to be able to absorb what they're saying but to be able to tap into the world, especially at a time where we can't go on a plane, but across the whole world in different areas, careers, um, just the way people are living their life, a lot of people are documenting it now. Mm. To be able to watch that, I feel like it's so valuable and can help you give an indication. And then there's a lot of people out there, a lot of these people who share their journey, also have resources. There's so much free resources out there. 
um, books are also, I feel like they go under the radar. Books are so amazing yeah. for you to tap into. There's a reason there's a million books that have been around for years. There are books that I get suggested to read, that my dad got suggested to read. Wow. Um, but also, who you network and surround yourself with is so massive. And to figure out the people around you, where they're going, their goals, it doesn't have to be the same. But networking, I have found has helped me so much tapping into um hpw but all different workshops and events and people and if you have someone we live in a world especially in new zealand if you know someone they know someone who knows someone mm. and building those connections going into those situations um being very open-minded helps a lot to figuring kind of like trying new things i have like found that the situations I've been in that have helped me expand in such different areas all occurred from me having a friend or introducing myself to someone networking with someone who have been who has been like heard something they're like oh we might connect here and here or maybe you yeah. want to come up and let's go do this um so surrounding yourself and talking to everyone you can and giving them your full attention and really delving into deeper shit in the weather or yes. asking what they do for a career or what they do for hobbies and fun and that's such a easy cheap way to figure out and attempt and try stuff by just communicating with people and networking and growing mm. around i feel like that's something we didn't learn at school like the power of connection and networks networking. yeah i that's so i was really lucky my dad was an avid networker and as an only like only dad he kind of took me to meetings and events and I met people through him and learned how to connect with people and it's paid off I have connections now that have helped me when starting my company through dad that I sat when I was five for at a meeting with them like it's a very important um kind of asset and trait to have in Mm. your life and I think also to not burn bridges it sounds pr- pretty okay. obvious, but yeah. even if you are in a stage where you no longer think a friend is on the same vibe as you, yeah. to not burn that bridge and keep it as good as you can because you never know when you yeah. get across paths with anyone. No, that is that is help you. Uh, yeah, such a good piece of advice because I feel like there will be there will be friendships that you kind of grow out of, or you just feel like you're not on the same wavelength. But that's cool. Like and just that's so it. tough. Yeah, you don't need to put mm-hmm. or just don't put as much energy and time into that relationship yep. as much as you used to. But leave it there. Like they're st- they're still on their journey. I feel like especially like uh, like us in the space of personal development, and you're like high vibe high vibe high vibe and you're like excelling boom 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 and then like mm-hmm. other friends are down here and I'm like oh come it's very tough <laughs> yeah it is yeah but they all serve a different purpose yeah definitely and you reconnect with people I've had friends who I've stopped talking to like we kind of went our different ways for two years and then we've reconnected this year and it's crazy for so long we weren't on the same path and we've reconnected back on the same path and the only reason we could do that is because we didn't burn the bridge we just kind of accepted that that was where life was at at that stage awesome love that all right I think we'll leave it there I just want to say thank you so Mm -hmm. much for coming on the pod do you just want to quickly tell the listeners where they can find you so just uh, say your Instagram handles or whatever and I'll drop them in the show notes too my personal Instagram handles and TikTok is Miss Han Mac. Cool. And then all other ones um, will go with the main two. So Ripple Creations NZ is also a TikTok, Instagram, pretty much every social media, Pinterest you can find. Wow. And then 
Emmons is also out there. Um, it's just on Instagram, but mostly all walks and through all medias. Cool. Perfect. Sounds like you're everywhere on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode and investing time into yourself. I hope you got something from this. And if you did, I would love it if you shared the Fluorescence podcast with anyone else who you think may benefit. I really appreciate it a lot and it helps the podcast out heaps. You can follow us or chat with us on our socials at fluorescence.podcast and I will see you in the next one. Thanks, guys.